0: It's hard but doable. Colin is back with Sean and today, they discuss more about the ins and outs of personality insights in selling. Colin breaks down what each of the four disc profiles would normally ask to a seller and further explains that it may be challenging but finding a buyer's personality type is doable with or without a platform. Find out more in this latest episode of Sales Transformation.
1: And we learned on the battlefield that battles were not won and lost in the field. They were won in planning and preparation. And so a lot of what you're talking about that Humantic can do is get into social media, especially on LinkedIn, and figure out all of this stuff beforehand. But if I don't have the platform and I'm on LinkedIn... How do I learn whether the person I'm about to reach out to is more than likely a D, an I, an S, or a C? What am I looking for in their posts, and their language that gives me some insight? So maybe it's not entirely certain, but better off than I would be just trying to get on the phone and guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the honest answer is it's it's really hard. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does take sort of a lot of practice and expert level to to be able to, to identify these, these type of things. Um, but you know you can you can look for certain things like you know a D type person you know they're gonna they're gonna say things like what do you want or what's the price right and they're gonna be more like very direct um, you right. know a, an I type um, are gonna want to know more about you and your clients and you know stories and customer success you know stories and, and such um, and, and those are a couple of examples right so you can pick up certain things of you know a, a and a D type might want to know more about what uh, and I type more about who, and then, you know, more of a, a C type would, would, I don't know how, and, 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 and S would be more like why, right? So like how they ask questions or what they are concerned about. So, you know, reading their LinkedIn profile yourself might be very challenging, but, you know, in a cold call. Uh, or on a discovery call, you can start to pick up on some of these things, you know, a a D-type is going to be very high volume, slow speed, you know, an I-type is going to be more high volume, fast speed. So even like tone of their voice, um, you know, a a lot of people who followed disc selling for a long time would identify, you know, based on how they shake your hand, right? Is it more like jabbing and firm? Is it more like extroverted or closed, Um, you know? uh, are they a little bit more reserved? Um, things like that. So these are all things that you can pick up on to identify their personality type. But the reality is, is, is it's very challenging. It's not easy. And then if you're doing it virtually, it's, it's even a bit harder.
1: So it sounds like the phone is the best way to do this or a Zoom meeting or better yet, I'm sure an in-person conversation. So if I'm segmenting prioritizing has to come from then being able to look at a subsegment and figure out is this a D and I or an S or a C. So if yeah. I've figured out who they are, I've got to label and tag them somehow, ideally in a CRM or through a platform yep. like Humantic, and then I can prioritize. So that next week when I reach out to the 15 people I chatted with this week, I know that these three are Ds, these five are Is, these six are Cs. So I love this basic system. It all starts again <laughs> from knowing what type of salesperson am, am I? first yes
0: it's
1: possible to be able to mold yourself to be a chameleon enough to completely jump into another type but knowing where you come from at least then lets you know where do i need to be a little bit more flexible where i wouldn't be otherwise so we've got the t and the r now we're going to move into the i in trim which for us is making things improvable because we learned as soon as we used something enough times and became muscle memory probably was time to improve it because the battlefield was always changing, sales is always changing, social media is changing, and especially artificial intelligence. I'm sure by the end of our conversation, improvements will have been made that will require both of us to have to go back to the drawing board. That's how fast that entire platform is moving. So how am I gonna improve this, Colin, maybe a month from now, a quarter from now? What am I gonna look at to determine, am I doing the right things in the right way so that this system can be made better? How am I gonna look at making this better?
0: Yeah. I mean, it starts with being able to track and measure it, right? So if you are, and, and, and you know, assuming you're not using something like Humantic, right? Could you still pull this off? Yes. Um, would it be a more challenging? Yes. But there is, it is possible, right? So um, kind of some of these things that we talked about, these things to look for in these people. Uh, if you start to, you know, track these things in the CRM and segment these lists. Um, and then earlier, you know, we talked about you know, people mostly build their prospecting around like persona. Um, and then we talked about, you know, assumptions that get made in specific, you know, job titles or industries. Some of that, you know, is, is, does hold true, right? Like I'll give you an example if you're selling into sales leaders, you're likely going to have a lot of D type, you know, high, medium D um, might be SDDS. Like, so you're good, you know, you can make a bit of an assumption there that, you know, your approach can be mostly to sell to like D type people. There's going to be some people that are not, um, and that's not going to work. But if like 60, 70%, you know, are, um, then that's still, you know, a way that you could, you could pull this off. So in order to improve this, you have to measure it. You have to measure, and and, and to measure it well, uh, you got to have a process in place. How am I going to approach D types differently than I would normally? And so, um, even when we run proof of concepts, we always measure it against a control group. Right. So, let's say you have a hundred contacts. Take fifty. Or reach out to them yeah. the way that you normally would. Take the other fifty. Segment them based on personality and have more of an approach based on what you know about those different types of people and measure that against each other. You will likely see that when you are personalizing to the personality of the person and speaking and writing messages in their communication style, that you are gonna have a big um, uptick in the results uh, there, whether it's response rates or meetings booked or pipelines generated, whatever KPI you're measuring. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode.